0: Hello and welcome to Minecraft Lab, where we explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am your co-host, Minor Thoughts, and with me is Troge. And let's just get into it.
1: Let's do it. How are you doing, Miner?
0: I'm doing great. How are you today?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. Very, very excited for our first podcast.
0: First podcast, something uh, we're both new to, so please bear with us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, would appreciate the patience, but it should be a heap of fun. Been looking forward to this, and and you've picked a couple of really great topics that we're going to talk about today.
0: Yes, yes, um, something that I've been thinking about for a while. But before that, uh, how about we talk about the snapshots real quick? Let's do it you, if you wish.
1: Yeah, no, awesome. Um,
0: Lately, the snapshots have been primarily... Well, they've all been on bedrock. Uh, Java players haven't gotten <laughs> anything.
1: We are missing out big-time minor, but I'm sure it'll come all in time. Eventually. Hopefully. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, yeah. There there was supposed to be a uh, snapshot today, or was hope people were hoping to have a snapshot today. Uh, but, you know... You get what you get.
1: You get what you so, get. You can't get upset, unfortunately. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, frogs. We frogs. have frogs. That's been in the snapshots. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been all about frogs.
1: It has. What
0: biomes they? Uh, what biomes they spawn in, and uh, how they breed, and and things of that nature. But the real controversy is. <laughs>
1: Frog poop. <laughs> frog poop. I've got to say, and I, and if you, people don't know what we're talking about, we're referring to the frog lights that was in the latest Bedrock. What like what are they call beta or snapshot or whatever it is. Beta. The yeah, beta, yeah. The
0: better beta, snapshot, same thing.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, if you don't know, frogs can now produce something called frog lights, um, which is very interesting to me. On yes. multiple fronts, for me as a as a builder, more lighting options, different colored lighting options, more blocks in general is great. It's phenomenal. Um, what I find is odd for lack of a better word, is the method in which they're choosing to introduce frog lights or these new blocks into exactly. the game. Um, I don't know it might just be me, but it's weird. It's weird.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, people are already starting to think about how to to build these farms uh, to pr- produce the frog lights. Um, so let's just uh, let's just cut right to it. You have to have a frog eat a magma cube, a small magma cube. Mm-hmm. So how uh, how do you go about doing that?
1: Well, I can't see how you would do it without having to be present to see, to actually break the bigger magma cubes into smaller ones. Like how else do you right how else do you do it? So I don't think you're gonna be able to make an automatic frog light farm. But obviously the, the, the perfect place for it is obviously in a bastion where that have got the um the magma cube spawner down low exactly. above the lava field. But yeah, I can't I can't see, I can't think how you would make it 100% automatic without having to be there knocking down the, um, the bigger cubes into their smaller counterparts.
0: I, I watch a couple of the, the different technical Minecrafters and uh, Ray's works is usually one of the quicker ones to, to come up with a, a farm design. I think he's got something that is uh, possible. The, the problem with building those types of farms in the betas or the snapshots is things can change
1: a hundred percent and not only can they more than likely they do and they will right exactly. Yeah. or you know you may not even get it at all like you know you look at um bundles i ain't seen them oh definitely yeah
0: yeah never people who were uh designing uh, rabbit farms uh just so they can make make the bundles and and it never became a reality
1: Exactly right. So you know you can never count your chickens until they hatch with Minecraft, but I just can't get over the fact that it's frog poop. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> That's how they're bringing these blocks into the game: frog poop, like glorified frog poop. It's <laughs> overall though, I'm happy with the addition of the lights because, I th- as a speaking as a primarily as a builder type player of Minecraft. Um, yeah more blocks and the more different type of lighting techniques that we can have and we can use and implement in the different color schemes uh is great because you know at the moment you've only really got the glowstone you've only got the shroom light and you've only got the sea lantern for the most part as as a like a light block itself and there's only so many variations you can do with that in terms of color palettes and whatnot so having additional colors of a light emitting block is actually really cool um, obviously you can there, change, you can change it up with the glow lichen, but still your only yes. limit, yeah, you can only, it's still only really limited to a very specific sort of thing. And the glow lichen has its uses in terms of the pattern that it has, but it's still not applicable to every, um, every building design that you want to use.
0: I'm really, really enjoying using the glow lichen, uh, not only for lighting and the way, uh, the 1.18 lighting is being handled now Mm -hmm. um just it's adding texture uh to the things that that i'm trying to accomplish
1: yeah it Um, it is actually really good for that for changing texture of blocks and adding a little bit of detail where once we wouldn't have been able to get the detail so for accents and then also you know if you're using shaders too it gives that really nice subtle glow to your builds and just yeah yeah adds a nice particularly at nighttime shots it adds a nice little deal to it so glow light was a great addition to the game just glad it wasn't pooped out by some sort of mob
0: real quickly what is your what is your favorite frog light
1: my favorite frog light? um to be honest i don't know i i would have to use them to be honest
0: um but my my favorite's the ochre which is the uh yellowish orangish one
1: i'm just for me it's i'm just i'm just thrilled to have all three Uh, it's simply because, you know, it gives you different options and it'll actually Mm. go into different palettes. Um, I'd like to see them actually expand on that and have more colors.
0: Well, um, I have had something on my mind, uh, for quite a while.
1: You have indeed. Um, You have indeed.
0: And, um, it was briefly, well, I think Green did a video about what makes a, uh, a mega base mm-hmm. what what qualifies as a mega base and he went through the different hermits bases and kind of gave his uh his thoughts about whether it was mega or not yeah um and i've been thinking about that you know in uh, i'm more of a technical minecrafter mm-hmm. and I, I love my farms uh so and some farms are epic and that's that's what i want to get into my question is to you and to the audience what qualifies as an epic build in my mind an epic farm uh resource farm would be something that's high output uh, you you get a lot of drops but i also thought um well let me let me just explain the reason why i'm asking this question is uh mythical sausage uh put out a video and he built a an epic creeper farm so he starts building it and i'm like this is a basic creeper farm i mean this is one we've seen time and time again it's you know it's nothing that's done any different than you know what we've seen before however he put a really nice uh i guess i'm I'm just gonna call it uh medieval style building around it and made it look really cool, really beautiful. So does that qualify as Epic? What are your thoughts on this?
1: Well, I guess when you're talking Epic, well, let's sort of backtrack a little bit, I guess, from my take on it. So obviously Green put that video out and, you know, really the first time now, obviously I haven't played Minecraft for an extensive period of years, as everyone that watches my channel knows, um, but the first time I'd heard the term mega was with Grian, with you know the size of the bases I think in season six of Hermitcraft, um, and then it you know it, it grew on from there to giga base and all these sort of things in season eight. So I think when you're talking mega, giga, whatever, I think you're talking just pure size. That's it. Right. When you're talking epic level, um, I think you are on totally. It's a di- totally different topic. It's a different question. And for me, you know, Minecraft is a game... The, the reason I fell in love with Minecraft was because you can play it so many different ways. You know, you might wake up one day and say, I want to build something. And then so you just go and you build it. Or you wake up and you go, I want to play on a server with my friends. So you go and do that. And you just muck around and you slap each other with you know, with goats or <laughs> whatever you want to do, you know. There's, there's so. Or you might want to wake up one day and say, you know, I want to build a contraption that can open a you know, a 6x10 piston door, whatever, you know. There's so many ways to play Minecraft. And because there's so many ways to play Minecraft, I think the term epic can be used in any of those sense. And I think you sort of nailed it on the head, you know, is, you know, if you want it, you're a technical, you're more a technical player, I'm more a building style player. So the builds, the, the style of, you know, when you do a farm and you and you get all excited as you do when you say, "Oh, I've I've improved this farm efficiency," you know, and I've I've improved the impulse SV item sorter, you know, and all that sort of stuff. To me, that's epic because that's awesome. That's great, and it's stuff I can't do. On the flip side of it, you know, when I go and build a um, a big build, or it's highly detailed, or it's effective in the landscape that it's put in, that could be considered epic. You know, and so when I when I watch videos I like um I, I love watching Impulse S V as an example, right? Oh yes. Um he's one of my favourite content creators, you know, I can sit and watch his live streams all day. If if and I have done that when I've been sick in the past and you know, just put it on, put him on YouTube and away you go. Um you know, the base that he did for season eight, the the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory, that to me, that's an epic build just for the sheer complexity of it and the sheer audacity to do something on that scale and the way it looked. Um, And by the same token, Mythical Sausage um, House that he put around that Creeper Farm, which I watched last night, because I knew we'd be talking about it today, it's nowhere near as big as the Willy Walker Chocolate Factory, but it looks epic. It looks great. So to me, that's epic as well. So I don't think when it comes to epic, (laughs) I don't think size matters. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest i just think it I i think what it more comes down to is the fact of you know what was your purpose of doing that particular thing and is it epic like did it work did it increase efficiency is it a smaller build but is it highly detailed does it look great um you know that's my take on what is epic and i guess it's very subjective too
0: Yeah, that's the word I was going to use is subjective. And I I get inspiration from a a lot of different people. And I I kind of branch outside of my comfort zone and do things that are more uh, decorative or builder style type things. Um, But at the same time, I want to uh, do things in a different way. Um, I think for me, Epic... Is taking something that you've seen time and time again, and and that's, that's that might be a whole different subject. Is uh, you know, just doing things in a new way, but epic would be taking something that you've seen done a hundred times and doing it different uh, to me. That that might be epic, mm-hmm. 100%. uh, 100%. The iron farm that I'd like to build. Uh, in my single-player world or server. Uh, It's a logical Geek Boy design where uh, the golems spawn in the nether and they get transported uh, through portals into the overworld. And then, you know, you you could just basically drop them into a fire pit and kill them off that way or, or Lava Blade or whatever. But... I want to do something different. As they come through the portal into the overworld, I'd like to have them coming out of the mouth of a statue. Um, Yeah, right. And then then the water slowly, there's some water that flows out of the statue, and then they find their way, or they flow down toward a killing area. And uh, my girlfriend reimagined, she came up with the idea of Killing them with skeletons. Now I'd have to protect them somehow. uh, But have them in like a killing area where they shoot at the golem. As long as the golem is lower than them, then they will shoot at it. And we tested this in a creative world and everything. And I'm hoping I can pull it off because it sounds cool in my head, (laughs) but it sounds epic. But I'm hoping I can I can pull the whole thing off.
1: Well, to me that's epic. Like look, doing it different, and you know, and the other side, and you and I have had conversations as well as well about different farms being, in my opinion, over-engineered, so, like to use a to use a phrase. So to me as well, it could be epic. Something could be epic if it's simplified as well. So as an example. Um, speaking of logical geek boy, you know, I just built his, uh, no drain, no portal, uh, guardian farm, which took a couple of hours to do and is simple. Now, is it the most efficient? Is it the most effective? No, because obviously you need portals for that, obviously. But, you know, in two hours of AFK, I got enough to stuff to sustain the server, our shop on the, on the CMS server, uh, Oh, nice. um, so, to me, that was like, this is so simple. And, you know, because you and I had had a lot of talks in private about, you know, Guardian farms, obviously, because that's something we're going to be looking at for the Interrealms SMP. Um, and you and I had many discussions about efficiencies and all those sort of things. And I went the simple route for CMS because I didn't need a huge one for that. And it, his design... I had I had an idea in mind and when I saw his video it was like, well that's ninety percent of what I was thinking in my head. So I'll just do this. And to me it's epic because it was simple, it was effective, and it supplies everything I need. So again, we're talking subjective and it, I think that very much proves it's subjective is yes, if you if you did a farm like a golem farm outside of a like a golem farm with increased efficiency, or one that's just a simple square in a box like I've got on my uh Troj channel tutorial. You know. One's simple, one's epic because it's so simple and easy to do, and you don't need anything. The other's so epic because you know you've got increased efficiencies, and then you're taking it to the next, another epic level by adding your design coming out of the mouth and be, then being killed by um, skeletons, which is a, another style of epic. So I think the answer to the whole thing is epic is defined by however someone looks at it.
0: I'm following a creator called Ian Xo4. He explains that, or he labels them as elegant. And he even put the definition in there, uh, a solution to a problem pleasingly ingenious and simple. And I've built three farms, a, a guardian farm, a raid farm, and a gold farm. And they are so so simple to build. But as far as the efficiency, it's on the epic level or as simple as they are i mean they're almost farms that you could make early game
1: well a guardian farm is definitely one that needs the sorting system because <laughs> it's a mess on this the the auto story not auto storage like the the catchment unit for all the drops on the cms one of logical geek boys the thing's a mess and what oh. I've come, what I've come to learn is, you need a disposal system for cod because, oh my goodness, I'm trying to give the stuff away and no one will take it, and exactly. there's just oodles of it,
0: right? And you can't, you can't trade it fast enough with your villagers because they, uh, they lock up, you know, after a couple, <laughs> even half a stack or whatever. So. Yeah,
1: like let's talk builds for a sec here. You know, you can see the biggest build, you know, like um Scar's stuff that he does. You know, anyone that looks at it goes, Wow, that's epic. You know, that what good time with Scar does. Um or B up speed double O. But by the same token, you know, you look at some of the smaller content creators out there as well. Because obviously we fall into that category of small content creator. But some of the stuff that you see on things out there uh, from the smaller people, smaller content creators. Some of those builds, they're not to the same scale, but they're highly detailed. They look amazing to me. That's epic. You know, they might be. They might use a, te- a building technique that no one's either not used much or not seen before, or they take um, they take a concept and completely run with it and do something completely different. Or I was watching. I and unfortunately, the name eludes me at the moment. But there's someone doing a. Um, finishing aqua down from home Homecraft season seven they're finishing it oh okay and the builds i don't think they're not to scar level but the effect that it has um it looks epic like the, the result of like as this as that city that area that town starts to complete it it looks epic as well um so, yeah, I think it's just, there's varying degrees of epic, and it also comes down to the sort of player that you are, whether you're a technical mind, you're a building mind. Yeah. What about PVPers? You know, that's a whole different category as well. You know, everyone, you know, when ML the MLG technique was becoming popular, everyone's like, oh, how epic is that? Now, every man and his dog can do it with, you know, very easily. You don't need to practice it. It just, is, you can do it. It's easy. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Um, that was epic, you know. And I, what I guess, as new updates come out and and new snapshots come out, people are going to look at the new stuff and go, "Whoa, that's epic!" And twelve months later, you're going to go, oh, "That's just normal." So, I, I guess too, the the term "epic" not only does it apply to certain way we're looking at things now, but the way we look at something epic is going to be different in 6 months, 12 months, 18 months, 2 years, 3 years, 4 years. It's always going to... That, that definition of epic is going to be, I think, continually fluid as Minecraft continues to develop right. over time. Like Everyone thought the the 1.16 Nether update, the Nether is epic. Now it's like, oh, we've got to go to the Nether.
0: <laughs> Another person that uh, I follow heavily, and he's one of my favorites, I I, I would have to say for being a well-rounded Minecrafter that's been in it for you know since the beginning is is Etho. Uh he he can he he does epic builds even though they're not uh you know they're like huge or sprawling or mega or whatever. Um he he even said in in his videos he likes to come back and make Whatever he's done, look good. Um, you know, he'll take a, and and that's kind of my mindset now. Is if I build a farm, um, and Zuma does the same thing. If I build a farm, I'd like to come back and make it look good. Um, there's a part of me that wants to branch out in into making everything that I do look good.
1: Yeah, and, and to me that's uh, a really that's epic as well <laughs> for for lack of a better term. Yeah, you know, I, I um one thing that annoyed me with my season two of Interrealms builds was I was building stuff for the sake of building stuff. So for those that don't know, I was building a Wild West Town and uh, to, to finish this this town so that was that the town had stuff. In it, and it was a decent size. I was building builds just for the sake of having a build there to fill in a spot. But when I look back at, and that that annoyed me because it was like, well, it's got no function, it's got no reason to exist other than to exist. So, but then when I look back at seasons one's base, which was um, Dragon's Rest, which I won't go into because everyone listening is probably that has watched and heard me in stream, and that have probably sick of hearing about it. But each of the buildings there had a purpose, and there was a farm included in each one, and it had a purpose. And that's the way I like to build, and the, like the way I like to build my bases. I don't like just having a. I don't like having a structure that isn't serving some sort of purpose. To me, that's a waste of space. So I'm very much on that wavelength of, as well. Of build a farm and then build a nice shell around it. And then the whole area looks good. Like, you know, if you, I'll use the Dragon's Restaurant as an example. You know, when you fly across that, um, that area, you know, you wouldn't know there's farms in there apart from the ice farm. But you wouldn't know that there's farms in there. But you know, there's a a discs farm, there's a gunpowder farm, there's a kelp farm, there's a pumpkin farm, there's a melon farm. There's all sorts of stuff in there but you would never know because it's got nice shells around it. And to me, that's epic because, as you said, it's not just a simple farm built in an industrial area or whatever, and you can see all the components, and as nice as that. can look at times. The way Mumbo does it, I think, his industrial areas is epic. I, I like the way he does that. The very, I don't know, the way he does it is very clean, crisp. I'm very much one of those people that like to build things around your area and around the farms to make them look good. So I understand where you're coming from and and moving into that wanting to move into that sphere.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, like we said before, it's it's really subjective
1: from my perspective.
0: Looking at your season 1 builds, Dragon's Rest, a lot of that was functional and looked really good. That to me was epic. Your season 2, yeah, I mean you were building a wild west town, ghost town, you know, sometimes ghost towns are, uh, wild west towns are nothing but, you know, just the facade of the building, you know, uh, they looked really, really good. I, I still consider those epic, um, you know, but someone might ask, well, were they functional? I mean, uh, there were a couple, there was the bank, the bar, uh,
1: I can't remember what else. Yeah, the the general shop had a... Well, they all... Basically, the entire main street had a had a purpose. They, everything there had a function. But it was when I got part, uh, out of that main street, it was like... And then we were coming towards the end of the season. It was like, well, mm-hmm. the season's not big. Like, the area's not big enough. And, like, the only... The only thing I would not classify as not required was the church at the end. Or the schoolhouses um people like to call it but it is a church (laughs) um and that was always designed to be there because if you watch a cowboy movie or whatever the end of that street is nine times out of ten there's a church up the end so it it had to be there and and you know the interior of that one was done but the rest of them at the back of that of that base had no function and you can actually physically see in the, the Wildwood build, which is the name of the town, that I lost interest because the, the builds get smaller and they were just put there for the sake of being there. And because they were going to have no function, to me, that part of the build is not epic. Like that main street, I'm so happy with that main street. I, I That come up better than I could have hoped. The main street's epic. The back end of that, not so much. And you're exactly right. People can, you know, if they get the world download of that season, they go and have a look at it. They may say, this area is not epic. And I would agree with them, 100%. But then other people might come on there that maybe have just started Minecraft or um, have never done a Wild West build. They might get the world download and walk through that area and go, wow, that's so epic. You know, again, it's subjective.
0: And season two of Interrealms War, I really felt... Like it branched out was in the creative side, uh, helping reimagine with her Spanish villa uh, builds.
1: And by creative um, side, you don't mean building and creative, you mean the, the creativity of designing and well, decorating. No,
0: both. I mean, that's the first time we created uh, the, the mission, the church. That's the first time her and I created something in creative together. Uh, off off server
1: then, though off server right yeah
0: off server and yeah. then um i took a schematic of my own build this mission was and even the lighthouse the first time that i went into creative and said okay i'm go- i'm going to do this 100% myself i'm not going to use someone else's schematic and that to me was satisfying and mm-hmm. it wasn't they weren't huge builds but i mean is that considered epic also
1: <laughs> well that's a really i was about to say that like to me like that lighthouse and that mission area a, it complemented the the wall west town really really well um but that was epic it, it was epic because it was so well thought out it, it looked good it didn't have to be like it's not the biggest build in the world and it, it's it's definitely not the biggest build on that island But it's one of the epic builds on that island, I'll give you the tip, because the way it looks and the way it looks, and that's epic. And the fact that you made a conscious decision to move out of your comfort zone into that sort of Minecraft, that alone is epic, because you've made that decision to try something new and try something different.
0: So thank you for joining us here on Minecraft Lab. And uh, we had fun. Talked about what is epic and frog poop of all things. Uh, So this has been me, minor Thoughts, and the Troj, your co-hosts. And uh, we'll see you in the next podcast.
1: Bye.